Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Realist podcast ever. Sure I mean, uh, a card in there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That shit yeah, always yeah. makes we me good so... To, we, we good to go. Uh, yeah, because we used to have all of these... Uh, remember the, the computer recording mm-hmm. era? That that was a scary era when we first started doing this shit. Uh, and we're you, coming... You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking DJing this shit in addition to doing a goddamn show because the damn computer f- security oh. setting won't let it stay open for longer than four minutes. The greatest was... I, I will never forget it, man. Episode 8. Of the regular feed podcast, yeah. when when the shit fucked up with Justin, oh, man. I remember we were recording. I remember we we were like twelve minutes from like the end, and I just kept looking at the glass, like, why do Justin got that fucking face <laughs> on? Why does he look bewildered? You see him in there, just like <laughs> like looking around. I'm just like, fuck is going on in there, man? And sure enough, he lost that fucking episode. Yeah. But no, it had that static. It had the static. We came back and recorded it another again. one. Lost that lost, one. He lost that one. Then we had to. It was just man, just drop. Just drop the static. static. Yeah. He's like, they're really not going to care that much. We were pissed. Yeah, it was bad. That was fun. We've been too. through some shit, man, with this podcast, yo. Like, you know what I mean? We like put, if, if we if we was death row, he was drinking pee that night. Yeah, yeah. no, we standing in the yeah. we standing in the in the control room, looking like yeah. full force yeah. on motherfucking house party <laughs> and shit. <laughs> About to kick some fucking ass. If we was death row, Justin would have drunk. We'd have peed in a cup. That yeah, it would have been. This. It would have been bad. He would have drunk piss out, piss out of a dog bowl that yeah. night. It was bad. Death row niggas man, it was crazy. <laughs> I, I will never get over that. They was peeing on people and making them drink pee. It was. It was a pretty awful operation going awesome on. Weird over there. gangsters, man. That was. That was some strange. Some weird, shit. <laughs> some weird gangsters. Strange G's. What now? I say, uh, niggas, fuck the enemies and they ass when they catch them. Weird ass niggas. They dangerous. Don't touch them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> niggas is weird, man. Weird. Oh, speaking of weird, I went to Wawa today. Yo, Jules gonna fall up here just because I was on the phone with him. I went to Wawa at Fort Washington. You know, oh, yeah, right know before that you get on two seventy six. Yeah, I go in the bathroom and it was a dude standing at the urinal, and you know it's only two urinals. They like right next to each other, so I'm like, you know, not weird. I go into the stall. Like, why I come be right next to you? The the joint is only but that high, so we be looking right at each other. I go in the stall. I take a piss. I come out the stall. The guy is gone from the urinal. It's a new guy now at the right urinal. White dude, about 48 years old. He has his pants and his drawers down around his ankle. Ass out. <laughs> Being into the urinal. So, I come out, I swear to God. Like the nigga with the hot dog on the grill. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> And you know how you do that, John? Like the lean. And yeah. The, he like leaning on the wall. Ass, red ass cheeks <laughs> out. 
peeing at the joint. So I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, that's, that's them, that's them uh, prostate problems. When you got to go, you got to go. That's one of them joints. Yo, Jules, I'm on the phone. Jules, like, you cool? I'm like, I, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm washing my hands. I go out the bathroom, I'm like, yo, man, white dude is in there with his whole, I'm talking about bare cheeks out, whole <laughs> legs out. <laughs> Pee at like, the you urinal. know these floors are filthy. He was like, yeah, man, that motherfucker's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with him? So he was like, hold on, hold. he might be, like, mentally challenged or something or whatever. He's like, you know, like, they, you know, if he's slow, then, you know. So I'm like, I kind of felt like compassionate or whatever for a little second. Like, damn, like, what if he was, like, you know, mentally, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn. I'm like, you right. May man came out and went and jumped in a tractor trailer. I said, man, that motherfucker ain't really nothing wrong with this nigga. He driving cross country. That nigga no good goddamn well. He know he need to get that load there. <laughs> oh, that motherfucker was bare ass at the urinal. But I was booty a- naked. <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> Jules say, he say, yeah, man, them white motherfuckers, man. Motherfucker had the clappers out. <laughs> Two and a half to do. I was like, yeah, man. Dog, with a, he had a flannel with a vest on. Nothing else. I'm talking about bare ass, whole bottom half just out. With some Wranglers on. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> that was the wildest shit I've seen today. I couldn't believe that. Speak about weird gangsters. <laughs> like, that might be the episode of this. The name of this, Weird Gangsters. Oh man, that was some strange shit. So we've we've gathered here today um, with the intention, because I can't make no promises. Yeah, with the intention to wrap up this Kanye saga. We have. I never want to talk about it again. I never want to talk about it again. Um, I, at this point, I'm resolute to just let the chips land where they may. Oh. Through all of this, about two weeks of just insanity or whatever the case may be, <sighs> I think we have had the most balanced the most unique and the most nuanced perspective of anybody in the media. So many people hit me up about the, the Def Kanye episode on Patreon, and so many people hit me up about our take on Ye on the regular episode that we had the other day. And I'm just like, well, yeah, here's the thing. Me and Chad are, like, balanced. We thoroughly understand that you can be wrong and you can be right. At the same damn time. At the time. same damn time, like Future said on the remix with Ludacris <laughs> and Puffy. You can be right and wrong at the same damn time. And some people mentally can't do that. Because what it is, is like, if you punch me in the face, right, right now. Like, yeah. Chad gets up and punches me in the face. Your knowledge of credit doesn't go out the window. Right. I hate you <laughs> because you punched me in the face. Yeah. But you still know how to fuck the maneuver a credit score or a credit profile. It's like we do that where it's like the second we don't like you, everything comes off the board. Yeah, everything that's comes off the table. That's not reality. Yeah, that's that not can't life. be true. On the flip side, if we like you, like I was saying it the other day in this Kanye saga, have you ever realized that people will just develop Theories. Oh, absolutely. About the theories like, are running wild. Uh, but here go the crazy part. Not no like motherfuckers be like, yeah, Kanye ain't been the same since his mama passed. It'd be like, you don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything about this family. You don't know these people. Yeah. You know how people be like, oh yeah, because you know Steph Curry be annoyed with Aisha. How do you know this? Fan theory. You know, because like, my man cleaned up at the arena, he overheard some shit. 
think Steph I was remember, talking to the boy I from Under Armour. You, you know Jay-Z's birthday, it get really goofy. It gets nasty online. I seen a chick make a post like, happy birthday to the GOAT, at S underscore C underscore. I know you don't even do the gram or really be hyped about these birthday Jones, but I got to. And I'm like... Wait, what? <laughs> like, you don't even be hyped about your birthday. <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Beyonce bought that man a $5 million watch for one of his birthday. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Like, people will develop these things in their head about everyone. Yeah. we It's people who develop theories about us. Mm-hmm. That don't that never met you, don't know you. Yep. It's just, it's, it's fucking bizarre, yo. And... I watched this week where the entire planet, I, I got some y'all weirds I'm throwing out into this joint. I'm probably going to throw like the most y'all weirds. In history. In history. Yeah. Can I start with one? Start with a y'all weird. My first y'all weird. TJ Maxx. <laughs> what the fuck are y'all talking about? Yeah. What the fuck? TJ Maxx. In- yeah, because you know, he called us. We rejected it. Like. Yeah. We ain't fucking with it. What the fuck Yeezy what was ever going to be (laughs) on sale in TJ Maxx? You ever been in TJ Maxx? I was in TJ Maxx two weeks ago getting a a suitcase. Okay. There were no Yeezys. That's what the fuck you go to TJ Maxx for. A random ass suitcase, a random ass home decor item, maybe a fucking... Uh, uh, you you know when you waiting in line, all that junk that they got around the register? (laughs) Yeah, a fucking... Uh, 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 a clip that go into your book with a light <laughs> so a you can read in the dark. A 48 ounce bag of pistachios. Like, that's what you get out Chili of TJ Maxx. flavored pistachios. <laughs> that's what you get out of TJ Maxx. That's what the fuck you get, okay? Let's stop. Let's get off the boo boo. Like, I said the other day, I'm like, I know this ain't gonna make because I was talking to Lee about it. I'm like, I know this probably ain't gonna make sense for the moment, but when it comes down to this Kanye shit, we gotta cut off the Love Jones and get serious. <laughs> I'm like, that's really where I'm at with this shit. That's where we, we are. We gotta cut off the Love Jones and get serious. Y'all have lost your shit. My second y'all weird. Jalen Brown and fucking Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. What? These niggas left down the sports. Did you see Aaron Donald's uh, statement? I didn't even see it. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is the defensive lineman from the uh, L.A. Rams, uh, a Super Bowl, Bowl champion. champion. Yep. Jalen Brown is, you know, shooting guard slash three from the Boston Celtics from championship contender, Thank Boston you. Celtics. Yeah. Both of them were signed to down the sports. Both of them left this week amid the controversy. Aaron Donald released a fucking presser saying after the comments made about Jews, I can't support anti-Semitism because it doesn't stand for what me, my family, my organization, the work ethic that I've shown throughout my whole career, it just doesn't coincide with the beliefs that I have, and I can't be a part of that. My nigga, that same nigga a year and a half ago said slavery was a choice. Your ass did not leave down to sports. You and Jalen Brown are black. What the fuck, yo? I watched everybody this week just completely. I, you saw the joint I posted on my gram. Dollar Tree has announced yeah. <laughs> that they are no longer partnering. Kanye was losing partnerships he didn't even know he had. Yeah, I never even met these people. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. I saw a nigga today. He posted on Facebook about Kanye getting escorted out of Skechers. He, this is a black man. How you going to talk crazy about the Jews that show up at one of their headquarters trying to just walk around? And I'm like, Huh? I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what this means because I ain't say nothing about the Jews, but if I showed up to a headquarters unannounced, 
They escorting me off the fucking property. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's what? pro. That's just protocol. That's just protocol. If you don't have a pass to be on this motherfucker, you out this motherfucker. Yeah. I, it just this week was so fucking weird. It was a very telling week, and there are a lot of moments that led up to what happened this week that I think people just missed or summarily dismissed. And one of those moments took place on his prior Drink Champs interview Mm -hmm. where he said, there may come a time where I just got to go away. Steve Jobs went away for five years. I might got to fucking lose all my money. I might end up being homeless. But when I come back two, three, four, five years, it's going to be lit. Mm -hmm. Like, so it was already programmed in his head that, I might got to do some radical shit, some disruptive shit in order to fucking get my freedom back. And people are just choosing to miss that shit. So that's the first point. I had a conversation with a woman the other day. Random, random. She saw me. She knows me from Instagram. She said, yo, you're, you always, she's, I see you on the gram all the time. You're funny as all hell. And she's like, I've listened to your podcast a couple of times. Like, it's, it's good from what I've listened to or whatever. I was like, oh, thank you, thank you. She's like, uh, how do you feel about this whole Kanye shit? And that's like, we in a, in a Wawa parking lot. At this point, it's, that's, at, but it, the, at this point, that's a loaded question. Right. Because how you answer that, you're being judged. So I, this is what I said. I'm like, okay, we're in a Wawa parking lot, right? So it's just... It's not enough time to to do all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go get my gas. You're going to go get whatever from the kiosk. Do you know they have a drive-thru at the Wawa in Jersey? What? You didn't know that? No. You didn't watch go, my story. I don't, I don't go to Jersey much. You clearly didn't watch my story. But I posted this shit. I'm just like, uh, this is the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, shit. The drive-thru is so crazy because it's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like it's mind blowing because I take shit in Wawa, so I'm just like, how do you steal if you just pull up to the drive-through and they hand you the shit you order and pay for? Yeah, that's but they crazy. have a drive-through at the Wawa. Craziest shit ever. But anyway, I'm in the Wawa parking lot. And I'm talking to her. I'm like, that's a question that can't really be like. And she was like, well, I'm just like, it's just kind of crazy because ain't no coming back from this. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she was like, like. Going out the way he going out, you can't come back from this. And I'm like, you can come back from anything. And she was like, you really think he can make a comeback? I'm like, in the end of the day, he made some anti-Semitic remarks that the powers that be don't really like, and everybody kind of started tripping off of that. And to that point, it's really one motherfucker behind the scenes that's pulling all these strings. You see what I'm saying? It's one person. It's Ari Emanuel. So... So I said, I'm like, he said he made some anti-Semitic remarks that some people really aren't a fan of. I personally think you can come back from that eventually. And she was like, I don't know. And I'm like, Mike Tyson came back. Mike Tyson went to jail for rape. I'm I'm telling you. And when I said that, she just like kind of like looked off and was like, damn, how about it? And I'm like, yeah, Mike Tyson went to prison for rape. Mike Tyson is a superstar again. He's a hundred million dollar nigga again. <laughs> I'm not making this up. At that, there's no, there's no catch to yeah, that. There's no punchline to no that. There's no punchline <laughs> to that. Like Gucci Mane was fat, 
was killing niggas and had pushing bitches out of cars. Like Gucci is like a sex symbol now to motherfuckers. It's like you can come back from anything. I hate to throw myself in the zone, but I was 500 pounds with a failing heart and high blood pressure. My heart ain't failing. I don't have high blood pressure no more. And I am. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Damn near in a 1X. So life is good, B. I'm telling you, you can come back from just about anything, but we have a society now where, can I speak on canceling? Yeah. For a little second. Where are you, well, let me ask you this. Where are you at with canceling? I'm tired of the concept. Oh, my God. I'm tired, I'm tired of the whole concept of, you said some shit we don't like, you're done. Not come meet with me and let me give you some understanding and some historical reference and perspective on why you're misguided or why you're misinformed. We're just done with you. I, Shut the fuck up or we or you out of here. I like the approach that you're taking with that where it's like, let me learn you or let me let, me let you learn me so that you can understand. But here's the greater point to me when it comes to cancellation or canceling. Why? At the end of the day, we are not the same. You know what makes you Chad and makes me mad is that you Chad and I'm mad. We see things differently. We go through different experiences. We're different. That's what makes half of us root for the Yankees and the other half root for the Phillies. That's what makes the Cowboys and the fucking Eagles rivalry so intense is because we're on opposite sides. At the end of the day, we all go to vote for Democratic candidates and for Republican candidates and for this person and for that person and for that alderman and for this job yeah. and this state seat and this, that, and the third. We're different. We are. We, we're not supposed to see things the same exact way. We are supposed to be different. And I had this thought the other night. I, I, I want to do it as a bit, but I know I can't because <laughs> I get canceled. <laughs> but think about when slavery was the way of America. You remember that? You remember them couple of white people, them six or seven of them that was like, yo, slavery shouldn't be going on? Yeah. Imagine if they would have got canceled for not going over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how fucking stupid we be sounding. Yeah. You're supposed to not think like every day. It's just insane to think that if you come out and you don't color in these lines, we'll get rid of you. That's there's no way we progress. There's no way comedy would have evolved without Richard Pryor. Right. It's just impossible. There's no way it would have evolved. And Richard Pryor, to his credit, he recognized that he was coloring inside the lines too much. He said, I'm, I'm doing this shit and this ain't even me. And it's not even me. And he destroyed it all and then came back as his true authentic self. And he's widely recognized as the greatest of all Richard time. Richard Pryor walked away from a Vegas residency when black men were not getting, the nigga wasn't even allowed in the casino he had a residency at. Yeah. How fucking crazy that is. He had a Vegas residency when no one was getting him. So when you see Usher Vegas residency and Chris Brown Vegas residency and J-Lo and all these different people, you got to understand, Richard Pryor was really had one of them when no ethnicity motherfucker, nobody who wasn't white was getting Vegas residencies. And he straight was like, yo, I'm done with this shit because this ain't even the style of comedy I want to do. This shit ain't me. This shit ain't brash. This shit ain't raw. This shit ain't me. 
We're not breaking no new ground doing this. We're not, like we not doing nothing different. And I think that's the part people miss when it comes to this canceling thing. And I had this whole, I basically was saying it the other night. You look at Dave Chappelle, right? Now, you a motherfucker who know what's up. You smart. You read. You really take in knowledge. You stop me when I'm wrong. Dave Chappelle took a pennies on the dollar deal with Comedy Central to do the first two seasons. Get in the building. To get in the building. He took a pennies on the dollar deal with Comedy Central so that he could create the sketch comedy that he wanted to do. He could have took a bigger deal at NBC. He could have took a bigger deal with, I think, I want to say, I know NBC and it was somebody else. I think that, HBO gave him an offer. No, it wasn't too. HBO at first. Okay. Because he would have, you know, he wanted to do like mature, TV mature yeah. shit. It was NBC and somebody, maybe Fox. Somebody offered him some shit. Yeah. But he took the shit with Comedy Central. Like, I can create the sketch comedy I want to create. Okay, cool. You go out, first season. You smash him, coming out the gate. You know, you got all these different joints. Samuel Adams, Samuel Jackson beer and all this crazy <laughs> ass shit. You, you know, you tearing it the fuck up. Second season, you come back and it's just like, what the fuck? Clayton Bigsby, I know black people, Rick James, Prince, this, that, and all John. this shit. Wayne Brady, Black Bush, all this crazy shit. The people at Comedy Central say, we're going to release the first two seasons as a DVD box set. We'll give you 50% of the DVD box sales. We're projecting that this thing is going to probably sell somewhere around 200, 300,000 copies. We'll give you 50% of that money. It goes on to sell almost 2 million copies, becoming the best-selling DVD box set in the history of DVD box sets. The shit makes upwards of $500 million off of the DVD box sales. Dave Chappelle comes to him and says, yeah, yeah where my, my 50%. You're my 250 million. Where my 250, baby? <laughs> they say, oh, we can give you 10%. Yeah, you, you, you made too much money for the original deal to be in effect. There was a, uh, there's a financial parameter to the ceiling on this deal. Mm -hmm. We can't give you that money because then everybody will expect that they could come here and make that type of money. We can't set that sort of precedent. Dave Chappelle, what the fuck are you talking about? Y'all told me 50%. The shit made 500 million. Give me 250. They said, we can give you 50. Dave Chappelle still being Dave Chappelle in the manner in which he was. Dave Chappelle says, fuck it. I'm in Hollywood. I'm here. You know what? I'm going to keep working on my sketches. We'll figure this shit out. I'm not signing nothing. I'm not agreeing to nothing. I'm going to just keep creating content. Keep working. While creating the content, he feels a laugh that he just doesn't the fuck like. And it's just like, yo, y'all not respecting me on either end out this motherfucker. The money ain't right, and I'm not feeling this shit over here. You know what? I'm fucking out. I'm done with this shit, period. They told that nigga, you leave this shit and leave this deal on the table and don't take this. Wherever the fuck you going, you'll be on crack and out of your fucking mind before the plane land. Dave Chappelle said, man, fuck y'all niggas. I'm out. That nigga went to Africa. That flight was 17 hours. When that plane landed, Dave Chappelle was on crack and he was out of his fucking mind. That nigga sat on a farm for almost eight motherfucking years. I'm not making this up. He is a farm in Ohio. He sat out that motherfucker for almost eight. Yellow Springs, Ohio. While everybody was like, Dave Chappelle walked away from 50 million. Dave Chappelle walked away from 50 million. Can you believe this nigga turned down 50 million? Who the fuck turned down 50 million? Would you turn down 50 million? I wouldn't turn down 50 million. I wish they would give me 50 million. Man, yes, sir. How you doing? But all that goofy shit the motherfuckers. I shine shoes for 50 million. I remember Tom Joyner, Steve Harvey, all these niggas, Ricky Smiley, all these motherfuckers going crazy on their radio shows, talking shit about it. 50 million, 50 million, 50 million. All that shit. That nigga sat out there for eight years before he decided, you know what? I'm going to get the fuck up. 
and I'm going to grind this motherfucking circuit the way I did before. I'm going to start hitting the nightclubs. I'm going to start hitting these sets. I'm going to just start going to fuck the I'm going to show up in parks I, with a speaker. I'm going to start flexing on the whole comedy game. That's what the fuck he did. He did that shit to the point where Radio City Music Hall, they reached out and was like, yo, we're going to do a five-night run of your shows as a one-man here in New York. He does them, annihilates them to the point where the whole comedy, comedy industry is talking about the shit. Netflix steps in and was like, you know what? You're still hot. People still give a fuck about Dave Chappelle. Why don't you do a stand-up special for Netflix? He does the shit. Lights it on fire. Highest watched comedy special they ever had. They turn around and give him a deal to do five more. He does a six-show run from Netflix in which they pay him the $50 million that he walked away from. And going on with that, Comedy Central says, oh, shit, Dave Chappelle back hot again? Let's sell the rights to the show, to Netflix and every other streaming service. They do that. Dave Chappelle gets on stage. He does an 18-minute monologue where he says, don't boycott Netflix. Boycott, boycott me. me. Because these motherfuckers played with me for years, and I still don't own this shit. You know what everybody did? They stopped watching the fucking Chappelle show on Netflix. And Netflix pulled it. And they pulled it to the point where Comedy Central had to turn around and pay that man the money that he was owed. And everybody else who had the rights to the shit had to pay him too. HBO Max and a few other services that had the fucking rights to the shit. And through all of that shit, he got the money he wanted, he got the respect he wanted, and somehow Dave Chappelle ain't on crack and he ain't crazy no more. That's my problem with canceling motherfuckers. That's what the fuck they just decide to do. Whatever the fuck spin we want to take. And us as people, we fall for the shit. We like goldfish. Whatever the fuck fall in the bowl, we going to eat. Because what the fuck else we going to do? And I have such a problem with that where it's like, you as an individual, whether or not your thoughts are in alignment with mine's or I agree with the way you're going about it or whatever, you're an individual. What I say last night, and I thought it was so funny because it was like, you checked me, and I, I, I you, we, we, we brothers, so it's <laughs> yeah. like, whatever. But I'm like, yo, you know we need a really, really good flyer. Like, you need to holler at Raj. And you was like, come on, man, you know how I work. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> because that's how you work. I said it to Jules, Chad will work at 422 in the morning at, like, the most random of shit. But that's not how I am. So it's like, you kind of got to give and take. Yeah. That's life. But we have this thing where it's like, wait, you don't agree with me that, like, the best way to get to the Wawa on Trooper Road is to go up here and make right. a right. I don't know if I fuck with you. That's how yeah. simple we are. Yeah. Kanye said some things. Again, the anti-Semitic Jones, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. They don't, they don't, I don't have any feeling towards them. I'm not Jewish. I don't have any of that. Like, and, and I, I won't even lie. Did you see when he was on the thing, when they brought up the White Lives Matter shirt? He was doing an interview out front of the building the other day. They had, like, new yeah, cameras yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. And they like, Kanye, why'd you wear the White Lives Matter shirt? And he was like, I still don't understand what the big deal was. It's like a black man wore a White Lives Matter shirt. White people wear, wear Black, black Lives, Lives Matter, Matter shirts. shirts all the time, and I just yeah. was like, mm, crazy nigga got a point. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, at the end of the day, he's a free man. But here's the other thing, right? To that point, sometimes there isn't a point. Sometimes, sometimes there just ain't a point. You just do shit. Dog. Sometimes you just do shit. Sometimes there just ain't a point to anything. Because the same way we don't have a problem with a white man wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, which Black Lives Matter fucking financially pillaged the black community and others for uh, over $100 million. Like, like, with that being said, it's like, what is the fucking controversy? Because all niggas have 
is their fucking emotions and the word nigga and braids and like all this stupid shit that like actually doesn't mean anything. But it's like, oh, you hurt our feelings. Like the whole thing right now that we're going through with Kanye with this whole cancellation shit is you hurt our feelings. We don't like what you said. You're talking too much. Shut the fuck up. Like he didn't do anything. Kanye ain't broke no crazy law. He ain't hurt no kids. He ain't hurt no... Like, he didn't like, show up to a school with a machine gun. Like, like dog. None of it's that happened. It's people that have more victory off of Kanye than they have for, like, killers. Yeah. I've never seen anything this weird I was in talking to a, I was talking to a friend of ours the other day. I don't want to say his name because I don't know if he wants to be associated with, with this commentary. But he was basically, like, on the opposite, on the opposing side. He's like, yo, do you really think, um, you know, Kanye kind of planned this out? And I'm like... Well, knowing what I know, and I referenced the two points. So going back to what I said before, there was two points that he made that lets me know that either this nigga's completely out of his mind and he's just doing shit day to day and not realizing it, or this is a fucking plan. The first plan was I may have to go away. That's an intentional statement. I may be homeless. I may lose all my money. They may say, yeah, ain't a billionaire no more. That's an intentional statement. Number two, he said, which is very important. We talk about intentionality on this show all the time. He said, this is wartime. I am taking them to war. I am waging war on the Jewish media, the Jewish controlled media and entertainment business. I am waging war on these people. So my question that I pose to people is, what the fuck does war look like to you? That's what this looks like. In war, there are casualties. In war, there is loss. In war, there are battles, but there's still a greater war to be won. In the beginning of this Russia-Ukraine war, Ukraine looked like they were winning. And over time, it's like, we might got to get out of this shit. Like, we're slowly losing control because war is long. War is methodical. War is plotting. Yo, war is sacrificial. It you got to lose shit when you go to war. It is crazy that you say that because, like, world wars last for, like, years. Years. Yeah. War ain't over in two days. Nah. Just because Adidas issues a statement saying that we pulled the plug on Yeezy don't mean that he lost the war. That's a battle that he lost. Roy Rogers ending a partnership with Yeezy is like, yo, I can come back. From I this. can come back from this. You There's Arby's. Like, yeah, Carl Jr.? Carl Jr.'s? <laughs> Sonic? It's White Castle still out Jersey. <laughs> so I say all of this to yo, say. My fuckers was losing a bond this week ending Yeezy partnership. The, co- the conversation <laughs> that me and him had was like, and the point that he made that, I, that resonated with me was, some of the language that he's using is dangerous because it's a dog whistle to white supremacists like the guys in L.A. that are like, we stand with, yay, fuck them Jews and mm-hmm. all of the radicals and all of that shit. So to that point, yes. And to, and to that point, bigotry is bigotry. So there were statements that he made that was like too far, the DEFCON shit and all of that. But the overall theme of calling them to the carpet for their business practices and why the fuck do you exist in all these industries where black people thrive but you don't invest shit into the black community is is a valid fucking question and every time somebody asks that question over time anti-semite they use it as a fucking weapon against you to where they get to throw all your validity, all of your points, all of your thought processes out the window by calling you anti. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? 
Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. We don't get to do that when you black. Anybody can ask, well, why black people shoot each other and this and this and this. And we don't get to say that's anti-black. We don't get to say that's an anti-black sentiment because y'all created, y'all and the government created the circumstances with which we exist, where we live in ghettos, fucking have access to guns and drugs and liquor more than a fucking education. We don't get to call that an anti-black sentiment. Kanye for years, though, like even when you go back to the... uh... The first album, you know, like uh, drug dealer by Jordan, black man by crack, and the white man get paid off all of that. Like uh, some of them dyslexic. Their favorite fifty cents are all twelve questions. Remember that, John? And like we don't care. Like you know, all my people that's drug dealing just to get by, stack your money till it gets sky high. Like they wasn't supposed to make it past twenty five. The jokes on you. We He's still, still alive. alive. Like. He been on that type of time, and it's like, yo, it's a lot of validity in these things. You can't redline black people where you won't give them homes. And, sir, I told you, I was out hunting in Valley today, and yeah. I'm just like, yo, this shit is nuts out here. I mean nuts. I'm talking about 2 and $3 million homes, and I'm the only, I know I'm the only nigga out this joint. Yeah. I didn't see another black person. I finally saw a black person out there maybe like two hours later. He was cutting grass. Right. And it's just like, <laughs> you can't redline black people out of, neighborhoods and put them in these centralized places right where guns and malt liquor and backwoods and every fucking thing is just at your disposal chicken wings from the chinese store all Mm -hmm. this shit they don't own nothing you're buying food from poppy and buying food from ling ling and all the crime and murder and drugs is just in this little Area. It's embedded in the area. It's part of the cultural reference. And then when of the somebody area. be like, yo, why is that? Be like, what, man? You tripping? You made you ask that? It's like, dog. It's intentional. Intentionality. Dog. And I said it this this week. The 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 overarching thing that most people are just missing in this shit is everything that has happened or transpired in the last two weeks with him is 100 percent proving his point. Yes. I haven't seen anything yet that's not proven the man's overarching point. His original point was the Jewish media can fuck with you and disenfranchise you whenever they want. If you say or do some shit they don't agree with, they will cancel you. Their answer to that was canceling him. No, no. Ari Emanuel didn't say come to Warner uh, WME office. Let's have a conversation or a live stream and talk through this. Oh, he didn't, Harvey Levin from fucking TMZ, who's Jewish, didn't say, we're not doing what you think we're doing. I'm like, <laughs> like, just think about this for a quick second. Did Kanye threaten him? No. Did he say he was going to kill him? No. Did he say he was going to hurt him? No. That's what I'm saying. 
our black greatness, like think about Puff Daddy. Jadakiss said he was going to push a refrigerator off of a skyscraper mm -hmm. onto Puff Daddy. Nas Stray said Jay-Z is a faggot. He's a bitch. He's always been on my dick. No, both of these men are successful. And he attempted to hang a fake Jay-Z from the Summer Jam stage. Dog. Before they got wind of it and Dog. pulled the plug on it. Dog. Dog. This is a leader of industry. This is a fucking uh, a angel investor, a fucking venture capitalist. Gucci Mane <laughs> killed one of Jeezy's homies. <laughs> and rapped about and it. And rapped about <laughs> it in his face and won a versus behind it. <laughs> like... This is exactly what the Gucci Mane pushed, pushed the chick out of a moving car on the highway. Oh, you ain't eating no dick? Open that door for me. Get the fuck out, <laughs> bitch. Open that door for me. Get the fuck out. Yo, like, when it comes down to black people and black life, I'm going to just go there. We as a whole, not just black people, as a whole, as a human race, we do not give a flying fuck about black shit no we don't give a fuck about black trauma we don't give a fuck about black going I somebody hit me the other day was like no yo your rap knowledge is really nuts because he was like i've listened to victory no less than fifteen thousand times i never caught the nas daughter reference and mm. it's just like yeah biggie legitimately was talking about coming in the nas family tying up his mother and holding his two-year-old daughter in his lap with a gun on his waist Great record, man. That might be your best verse. That's, that's big. I mean, he was still getting better. You know I mean, like, dog, people think victory is Biggie's best verse. Yeah. Real shit. And, and I told you, Jadakiss got on a song and said, you should do what we do, stack chips like, and they yanked Hebrews out that song. You can't even say we getting money like Jews yep. on a record. That's problematic. There's literally no insult that we bigging y'all up. If you Kanye, you can't say I'm jealous of you because y'all got y'all shit together and y'all have an economic and no, a power base. Nobody in they right anything can explain to you why that point of that song gets taken out. You should do what we do, stack chips like Hebrews. No one can make that a bad thing. Because they're, the, the reason why it's a bad thing is because the com their community... It's, you know what that... You, I'm not the control, but you know what that line always makes me think about when Jay was like, the only dudes moving units in Pimp Juice and us. That's a big up. Yeah. He bigged up Nelly and he bigged up Eminem. That's really what the fuck Jada said. Yeah. You should do what we do. Stack chips like... But here's the thing. The terms and, the, 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 the terms and conditions of that community states, we are to be seen and not heard. Exactly. So the only reason why it's offensive is because we said it's offensive. Mm -hmm. So it's like if, if, if I tell a woman you look nice today and she starts tripping the fuck out on me, it's like, damn, what that mean? No, because nice is the it, it only is a bad thing because she says it's a bad thing. It's, in actuality, it's not bad. But because for her own life, the way she's manicuring her life, she deems it to be bad. It's bad. It's so it's the same sort of thing with them. I was watching. Uh. Uh, Seinfeld the other day in the episode Elaine was going to get to like a Korean nailery and they be talking Korean and Elaine was like I feel like they're talking about me and saying bad things about me I'm pretty sure she called me a dog and Kramer was like well what if dog in Korean is like you know fox for us like man that girl is a dog <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kramer fucking Kramer was funny as shit but it's like yeah, and, and even that, Kramer went off on the stage. Remember that shit at the Laugh Factory? There's a nigger. Look at this nigger over here. Look at this nigger, y'all. Kramer, Seinfeld just sold the rights to uh, 
Netflix, Netflix yeah. for they show for $145 million. Kramer's still getting checks. Kramer getting broke off. Okay, Kramer's still getting checks. Still getting. Because at the end of the day, you can say whatever you want about a nigga. You can do whatever you want we, to we a gonna nigga. We're going to be mad for, the, for a moment. We're going to be mad for a couple yeah. minutes. I'm just keeping it a buck. Y'all might not want to hear it. Y'all might wanna, not want to accept it. But black anger and black annoyance and all of that shit, it lasts for seconds, milliseconds. You yeah. know why? Because we've had so much of it that we're kind of conditioned to just be like, I ain't even sweating that shit no more. Yeah. Back to this paper. Like, niggas say shit like that. You know, I, ain't even swe- I ain't even tripping off that. I'm getting this paper. Y'all are conditioned on the whole, not all of you, but we as a community, we're conditioned to complain and then don't take action. No. So, with that being said, nobody takes it serious. I know I don't. I don't take niggas serious. Like, T.I. stupid ass said, Gucci is out of pocket. These niggas is wrong. This is racist. We will boycott for 30 days. Because <laughs> I still got to get fly, and my birthday is coming up. I was thinking about that shit the other day. Gucci released that fucking sweater with them big ass <laughs> lips. And I'm sitting there like... Y'all niggas still wear Gucci. I wear Gucci. I was looking at some Gucci glasses last night. Gucci Mang. This is a fucking Gucci Mang. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Gucci Mang never changed, consider changing his name no. to Valentino Mang. Never, never. <laughs> B- Balenciaga Mang. Louis Vuitton Mang. He never considered changing his name. Ah. Through all of the controversy. Fucking okay, Mabel Marie Mang. Like, none of that shit. That's just Gucci Mang. That's real. How 30 many, days, nigga. 30 days. We off y'all for a month. We're going to show you. you when that you new month. fall collection. <laughs> we will be back in those stores and we will be dripped, draped up and dripped out. When that fall collection is, <laughs> shorty. 30 days, nigga. We will show them who's boss. Oh, my God. You motherfuckers from Carrie cannot play with us. You can't. Them niggas was rioting in Atlanta. T.I. got on the mic in front of the police commissioner and the mayor and said, we will take this shit serious here. This is Wakanda, homie. (laughs) On the news. Shit burning in the background. Shit falling apart. (laughs) It's Wakanda, homie. (laughs) It's like, No. Let's speak to the... Can you imagine white people, black people going crazy and shit? White people fucking losing it in the middle of motherfucking Des Moines, Iowa and the hottest white man from Des Moines, Iowa get on the motherfucking mic in front of the police commissioners over some, this is Star Trek Enterprise. We will take this shit. This is Metropolis. This ain't no, this ain't no goddamn uh, uh, Gotham City. This is, this is Metropolis. <laughs> that nigga said this is Wakanda, okay? <laughs> Like, how can you take a nigga serious? Yo, you Ever. can't. You really can't, man. You just can't. Niggas' points don't even be making no goddamn sense sometimes. Oh, so, back God. to the yay point. <laughs> back to the yay point. It's like, yo. Um, and, 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 and when all the cancer... <laughs> no, 30 days. 30 days, nigga. You was on the clock, Jack. Because only only black people would feel offended and disrespected and call for a 30 day. 30 you, days. Honestly, if the Jews been like, we done with Kanye for 30 days, days. <laughs> I'd have been like, all right, he deserved that little feeling. Because right. that's how niggas boycott. So it would have automatically yo, resonated. I'd have been like, all right, yeah, you got to eat that way. Yeah. Like, uh, but niggas really, really saw some shit Gucci did and was... Sick and offended. And T.I. called for a 30-day boycott from Gucci. You know what Floyd Mayweather said? I'm at Gucci right Man, now. I don't know what the fuck T.I. <laughs> <laughs> talking about. Gucci are good people. I know. No. I know the family. 
Oh my god! Shout out to my plug from Caring. You know what I'm saying? That's the parent company. Like, so to the to the to the Kanye point. So over the last two weeks, we've seen all of this different various forms of cancellation unfold, and um, this company and that company and Foot Locker and all these different motherfuckers that is allegedly canceling Yay. But when you look in the comments on all these blog posts and these news sites and all of that, you guess what? It's still 50-50. Mm-hmm. It's still half of the people are like, we must support Ye, fuck the establishment. Then the other half is, this nigga's crazy. Uh, what fuck you doing wearing a White Lives Matter shirt? Throw this nigga in the trash. It's 50 fucking 50. So if I'm the Jewish establishment and I'm trying to finish a nigga off, right. what do I do? Call him a Nazi. Call it, yeah. yeah. This nigga been reading Hitler books. This nigga been quoting Mein Kampf and all this crazy shit. And you know how I knew that story was bullshit? Because it said Kanye was reading. <laughs> Kanye don't read, nigga. <laughs> Kanye has repeatedly, in person, you are fired is that? on it, in <laughs> interviews. <laughs> You know how I knew that thing was bullshit. Kanye was reading. Kanye definitely, definitely has like ad. He's like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, he's adverse to reading. No, no. When you, uh, when you, 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 uh, God damn it! It's sort of like adverse. It's right there. Advocated. He has advocated, advocated for not, for not reading. reading. That has been his. The thing. nigga just recently did an interview with with uh, Harry, who owns Allo Yoga, which is like a okay. hundred million dollar company. Mm-hmm. He fucking got this production yeah, facility and all that shit in L. A. He has like hot yoga, hot yoga, and, yoga and all that, and he has a podcast called Allo Mind. And he did a, it's like one of the best pieces of media Ye did because he's very like clear minded and just like talking about cre- creationism and shit yeah. like that. Very lucid. And um, in this interview, he said that. Yeah, when I get a long text message, I read the first line and the last line. And I'm just like, this is the retardedest nigga. This is the retardedest billionaire of all time. In a weird way, though, that it makes sense. Because you get, you, you, get the, you the, capture the gist, the gist of, of what this yeah. is about. So, so with that in mind, it's like, ain't no way in hell this nigga read no book. Yeah. He ain't had nobody read no book to him. Because no. ain't nobody going to be reading around this motherfucker yeah. learning shit. Yeah. We learn by living in experience. Yeah. We li- we lalox, nigga. We living off experience. Yeah. Fuck is you talking about books? Kanye didn't hear sicko mode for six months. That record was inescapable. And you, th- <laughs> this shit is ninety seven <laughs> times platinum. Y'all think he read a book? I heard it one time and hopped on the live. Hold on, is this? All right? <laughs> no. I don't know what the fuck you niggas are Travis Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Kanye literally is like Little Wayne. Like when you ever see when Lil Wayne be like, "Yeah, I didn't know about this, so I didn't." What what happened now? Yeah, he's so, not he's not exaggerating. He did not know. No, no. Lil Wayne really be in his own little fucking world. Lil Wayne don't know sh- about shit except the booth, his kids, <laughs> skating, and Aaron Rodgers. And skating, Aaron Rodgers, and big ass light skinned women. Yeah, that's yeah. all Lil Wayne know about yeah. on a day to day basis. Yeah. You can inform him about something else, yeah. but for the most part, that's an ESPN. Yeah. Real <laughs> that's shit. It. That's it. He don't know who Drake is signed to or what the splits is. It's like, oh, wait, Drake not signing me no more? <laughs> like, he don't have a clue. Ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> Man, it's scorching. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? So what's this check that say, uh, care of Drake? What is this about? I got a check with an owl on it. What is that about? <laughs> yeah, just, no, it's passive participation. Yeah. There's some back in. Oh, so I still, but he not signed to me. Nah. So how do I make money? It's third party. You know, Universal structure that you. Yeah. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. 
So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because you proof of co- points on the album. All right, yeah, that's cool. Look, we're going out to escape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These people, they're not normal. They're not like us. Right. No. Drake said, fuck going online. That ain't part of my day. And he's become a little bit of an Instagram thought. He's an Instagram whore. Yeah, he's become a whore on the gram. <laughs> but it's like, these motherfuckers ain't on, like, Twitter going back and forth. Remember when they used to be on Twitter going back and forth? And, and they, they realized, like, oh, why, I can't do why this. Why am I talking to these peasants? Yeah, this is stupid. These are poor people. They go to work every day. Yeah. What the fuck about talking to these assholes what for? What push tell nerd? You are nothing. You are nothing. <laughs> you come from the land of NASCAR and farms. You are nothing. You are nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's like... So, yeah, so... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so when all else fails and we try to sway the public opinion and get it from 50-50 to 80-20 so we have the majority as far as backing this cancellation, we just call him a Nazi. Mm-hmm. And that got no traction whatsoever because people saw through the bullshit. The hip hop blogs didn't even pick it up. They're like, "That's no point in cut. This yeah. is too- you can't anonymously call somebody a Nazi in 2022. An unnamed former staffer that used to work with Ye between these years and these years said that allegedly, potentially, maybe, and it's just like, suck my dick. It's just amazing at just how far. It's, again, I told you I'm watching. I've rewatched. I'm rewatching the whole Seinfeld series. Yeah. You remember the soup Nazi episode? Yes. You could never do that now. Something as simple as calling them the soup Nazi, yeah. you just couldn't do. The shit is crazy. Yeah. Just how far we've gotten in this cancellation and offensive and, oh, I'm, I'm hurt by this and I'm hurt by that. It's like, you know, I'm going to keep it a buck. I grew up fat and black in the 90s. People going to say hurtful shit. Uh, it's going to make you tough. Remember, what, remember all, when African Booty Scratcher was nigga, like, was like the, the big nigga, joker? Nigga. I always tell one of my African friends I had in school, he did some stupid shit one day. And I was like, I really respected him because I never called him a booty scratcher. Like all them years. (laughs) That's how you knew. I was like, yo, he African, but he's like my friend first. So him being African doesn't, you know, whatever. Doesn't make him a booty scratcher. He did that shit that day. You got to be the stupidest African I've ever fucking. (laughs) (laughs) What's going the fuck off? He, he, um... His his dream was to like work at BMW or Mercedes. You know, Africans want to be car mechanics. Yeah. That was like his dream. And he did. I told him, I said, you will be working at Moose's Auto Repair. <laughs> I was going the fuck crazy that day because I thought we was gonna get locked up by that shit. I was going off. <laughs> you know, I had every African motherfucking joke in the every book. African trope you can Yo, think of. I was going. I said, I don't know what the fuck stupid witch fucking African <laughs> tradition that was. <laughs> I was going crazy. So it's like, yo, it's just what it is. People are going to say shit that's offensive. That's normal. That's That's, life. That's what happens when you have freedom of speech. That's the biggest problem here. We've gotten to a point where freedom of speech is no longer free. Yeah, I think that at some point, I think at some point they're going to Throw the Constitution out the window. It has it, it. It can't continue like this. You already got people that are like, think about the the first two, right? The first two, not the ninth. The first two, <laughs> freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. We have gotten to a point where this shit is so just skewered and scattered that it's like you can have a gun on the Penn's Landing waterfront. But if you go over that bridge to the Camden waterfront, you're going to jail for five years yep. for that same gun that's registered and legally owned by you. 
we can't continue like this. Yeah. Where it's like you got townships and boroughs that have this rule and that rule and this rule and this, that, yeah, and You got to have a gun separated from the clip and nothing in the head and this and this. No, and go to New York. Oh, you could get a gun now, but uh, we got to interview you and you got to show us your last 37,000 social media posts. No. Like, Harrison Ford got turned down for a fucking gun permit in New York. Harrison Ford is a $400 million white man. He got turned down. That nigga permit application came back. It said denied. Carry your whip. <laughs> like, seriously. You Indiana, ain't you? Where your fedora at, nigga? Better get the Jones in, nigga. <laughs> get the Jones in, nigga. <laughs> nigga, come up on you. I seen what you do with that whip, nigga. <laughs> you pop that gun right out there. Like, so we, we can't go on in a society where the rules to the Constitution are constantly under question. Yep. Free, I said it years ago. I'll never forget. I remember coming in. I was at my job, had a rough, rough day at the job, whatever. And I was on Facebook just, like, tweeting shit. You know, we would tweet mm-hmm. just tweeting and shit. I mean, not Facebook. I was on Twitter tweeting and shit. And I had took a couple of my tweets over to Facebook and posted them, like, on, on Facebook or whatever. I came in and my dispatcher back then, he pulled me to the side. I was like, yeah, I was on Facebook yesterday, man. I seen what you had said. You know, you don't want to talk like that. You know what I'm saying? You're a company man now. You know, you don't want nobody from the company to see that. And I was like, yo, when I go home, I'm going to tweet my dispatcher can suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to post it on Facebook, too. Okay? (laughs) He was so mad. You know, I hated that nigga. But it's just like, yo, this is my motherfucking Twitter and my motherfucking Facebook. Fuck out of here. And we've reached that point where your Twitter... And your Facebook and your social media and your this, that, and the third is under constant scrutiny. But here goes the crazy part. It's under scrutiny from people you don't even know. Yep. It's under, it's under scrutiny from people you don't even know exist. Motherfucker in the shadows waiting for you to say some crazy shit so it's they can people jump that out. Go, there's no way you found Kevin Durant tweet where he said pussy from 2009. You tweeted at Kevin Durant pussy mm-hmm. in the search bar and looked for that. Y'all looked for them Kevin Hart tweets mm-hmm. when he was hosting the Oscar. Y'all looked for them uh, Justin Verlander tweets when he was up for the fucking uh, Cy Young Award. Y'all go and search this weird shit and it's like... For what? And I say it all the time. I'm honestly happy that my Twitter is gone now to where if this show really, really get crazy, I could just make a new Twitter and I'll get a bunch of followers, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to come under scrutiny. And I, I, it, it was hard for me to delete the shit because my Twitter was like legendary. Yeah. But and you was even like, damn, you could pass on some followers. <laughs> and shit. I, I just I don't want to fall down for me saying, uh. Damn, I can't wait to see one of my followers. I'm grabbing them titties from 2010. <laughs> right. And that come up when I'm hosting the fucking the women's SBC. gala or some <laughs> shit. You know, like where it's like, yo, this is from when I was 23 years old. I'm yeah. 38. Like, what the fuck? Like, and grabbing titties was uh, socially acceptable. Grabbing back then. titties was a good goddamn <laughs> day. Good back then. <laughs> it just is what it was. And here's the thing, right, about canceling in general, right? Cancel culture, this whole exercise was going on with Ye, has this demonstration that they're doing, because that's what it is, it's a public flogging, has made me remember that cancel culture has always existed, just in different forms. The 50s, 60s, and 70s, when you fucked up or you did some shit or said some shit they ain't like, they called you a Nazi. In the 80s, when you did some bullshit or did something they ain't like, called you a communist. The 90s and the 2000s, you did some bullshit, Call you a crackhead. Fucking 2010s, 2020s, this is hate speech. Like, mm-hmm. so there's always been some form of like cancellation or wanting to disqualify somebody for thinking different than you do. 
It always has happened. Like, you had all of, like, the different progressive people in the, like I said, the 50s, 60s, and 70s, the Che Guevara's and all this old shit. Us motherfuckers are communists. He's a fascist, whatever, whatever. Kill this motherfucker. Like, it's that sort of shit. It's just like now they, they, they feel worse about actually killing you than they did pre-1990. So now it's like, oh, we'll just ruin you. We'll economically ruin you. We'll economically disenfranchise you. Like, the falling of the Berlin Wall was behind people thinking outside of the lines and people having a different view of the way things are. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, let's just keep it a buck. I know black people like to, like, tell ourselves that, you know, all that marching and all that, you know, right on and black fist and all of this shit is what changed the shit. But what changed it was the fucking Supreme Court. (laughs) Like... (laughs) The Supreme Court turned the fuck around and was like, yo, we're tripping. We need to end segregation. We're going to approve this Brown versus the Board of Education shit. Like, think about it. Even after all these things, the fucking federal government had to step in with fucking, uh, uh, what's it called when you got hired for being black? Um, affirmative, affirmative action, action and all. Yeah. It was still people like, all right, yeah, no, we ain't chasing them down the street, but, you know, I'm not employing none of them. You know what I'm like, seriously, it's like... Uh, this shit all changes because people think differently than what the fuck the norm is Absolutely. going on. So I don't understand why people are so offended that we live in a world where people might think differently. Literally, I had somebody was like, I'll never forget it. You remember when I used to do the questions on Instagram? I'll never forget somebody was like, yo, is there a way for us to end racism? And I was going to answer this shit, but I'm like, I can't put this out there. Because yeah. I'm like, the, the only way to end racism is to kill everybody on the planet. got to start from scratch. You have to start from scratch. It's like when you burn toast. I got to throw this out yeah. and just get new bread. That's, re- that's reality. People think in their minds that somehow we're going to like put an end <laughs> to racism. And it's like, no the fuck you not. The, 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 the country was built on it. It's like still at the bottom of a fucking foundation. Yeah. You can't build something using that as the foundation and then expect for it to just somehow not be in there. Yeah, coloni- it, colonialism, colonization, and racism is the basis of the United the States of, of America. The whole America. Yeah. The Europeans came here with the money from Queen Elizabeth. They got here. They got rid of the Indians who were all. That's why they called them Native yeah. Americans. Yeah, they fucking burned their fucking crops, created famine, gave them fucking you diseases. I don't know what Native means. That means they were. I am the, I'm, I'm native to I'm the land. Native. <laughs> this is mines. Yeah. The Euro-Americans came in and got rid of every one of them. Yeah. Then they said, oh, shit, we actually need someone to, like, Cut this grass. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. All the shit we just burned down. We need someone to grow it back. <laughs> I'll never get Paul Mooney one of his early stand-ups. One of, one of my favorite jokes, he was like, I love when white people come up to me and they see me putting plastic and paper in the trash can and they like, oh, you don't recycle? He was like, recycle? He's like, when y'all took over America, the Indians told you, preserve your land. Y'all wanted to chop down trees to go make niggas slaves. I'm not recycling shit. <laughs> He said, he said, you ever see trash on the highway? That's me. I drop up and down the highway in every city I perform throwing shit out the window. <laughs> That's me. That's me. And it's like, yo, as, as silly as that sounds, that's really what the fuck happened. 
Y'all took over America and then went and made people slaves to come work in America to build it up to be the richest land in the world. That ain't even, think about how crazy this is. All that slavery and all that shit, America about to be number two. Ain't that a goddamn shame? Mm -hmm. It's nuts, man. It's deep. And, you know, I just look at it where it's like, is Kanye wrong about shit? Hell yeah. I think he was more, the George Floyd shit was more ridiculous than anything to me. Like, that was just, what the fuck? Because that's just dumb. That's just dumb. But it's like we all, you know how people, this is this. And we said on the prior show, the whole point with that was he didn't flesh out his point. You know, how, you know how niggas' favorite thing to say is, oh, no, when, when you're real friends, you can check your real friends and shit like that. It's like, if they're your real friends and you can check them, why do your friends need checking every now and then? You know why? Because they wrong. Mm-hmm. That's life. You're going to be right, you're going to be wrong. Was Kanye wrong? Yes. But he's right about shit. Yeah. So the fact that we just trying to completely wipe the nigga yeah, off the planet a, for what he was wrong about to that side of things, yeah. it's just nuts it's to me. It's a nuanced conversation. No one in none of this, in his partnerships, he lost his partnership with Adidas. He lost his shit with Def Jam. He lost his shit with Foot Locker. He lost his shit with Hardee's. He lost his shit. He lost the shit with Balenciaga. He lost the shit with, with Panasonic. He lost the shit with, <laughs> who else that went out of business? Uh, American John Appliance. John Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Silo, nigga. He, he lost every partnership out H. there. H.H. Greg. Yeah. This nigga lost everything. <laughs> Yo, the nigga lost a partnership with United Artists Theaters. <laughs> everything. No one in none of these partnerships, when you go into the article, do they mention anything about George Floyd. I haven't seen one. Huh. Not one. Because only black people care about that. That's it. Nobody else gives a fuck about the George Floyd. Well, here go the crazy part. His partnerships with black people, he lost. And they not even. No. Aaron Donald and Jalen Brown did not bring that slavery shit up. No. None of this shit. The, think about it. The George Floyd shit was three weeks ago. Yeah, they didn't happen. walk away from Donda Sports. No. Because you can do and say no. whatever you no. want to a nigga no. and nothing happens. Which is the greater and great test point that he made through this whole demonstration. And then there was talk about from a, let's get into the business aspect of it. There was talk that, Oh, he's an idiot. Adidas owns everything and this and this, and how you fighting for your freedom and you don't even own your shit. And then that turned out to not be true. Oh. Turns out that all Adidas own was the 350, and they are already making inroads to reproduce the 350 without the Yeezy name on it. So if I'm canceled and you don't need me, why do you need my creativity and my intellectual property? I'll go a step further. Have you been on GOAT in the last couple of days? I heard have, the shit is like, Have uh, you uh. seen the influx of Yeezys? You know why? Because when Foot Locker canceled Yeezy, mm-hmm. quote unquote, Foot Locker invested $100 million in the GOAT. So when I look at GOAT now and every, I, no bullshit, you know we a sneaker motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Jules know this, you know mm-hmm. this, Ron know this, I know this. I know where you're going. I have seen, <laughs> so I wear 16 in Yeezys. I went on there yesterday. I typed in Yeezy and filtered it to size 16. Do you know how many Yeezys are available on GOAT right now? 122 different colorways of different types of Yeezys. That's insane. I've never... What? Yeah, we're going to get this work off one way. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I've never seen this many Yeezys available in my size. 
And you know I know my side. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. In a 16, I've never seen it. Somebody has the inertia V V1 700s. I'm just like, where the fuck did these come from? <laughs> I've never seen them on here in a 16. Foot Locker, Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> it's unfucking believable. So y'all with this, it, it's it's deeper than rap. I hate to quote Ross yes. in this situation. It's, yes. it's just deeper than a lot of things. Because at the end of the day, we could stand here and act like all these different things. Is Kanye an idiot? Yes, at yes. times. Jules is my best friend. He's an idiot at times. He's a good guy, though. And it's like, yo, that's real. He, I, say, I tell Jules all the time, you're a buffoon. He'd be like, hey, man, you know how I do. <laughs> and we crack the fuck up. But the reality is, it's like, yo, is he wrong about this? Is he wrong about that? Yes, but this whole Kanye's an idiot and he's a moron and this, then the third. Kanye was a billion dollar, is a billion dollar fucking entity. In, in the grand scheme of things, him mm-hmm. being him yeah. is a billion motherfucking dollars. I think I'm entertaining. A walking billion dollars. A walking billion dollars. I think I'm entertaining. I think you entertaining. I don't think we've reached a status where we are billion dollar entities. Because we don't have a million. Yeah, maybe about seven, eight million. You know what I'm saying? At, at our ceiling. Yeah, yeah, we might seven, eight. You know, we do some things. Do you know some what I'm things, saying? Yeah. Pull my jewelry and my jewelry <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? Vegas is a town full of flares and glass. You know, I can get busy. But no, it's like, yo, that man shifted music. He shifted culture. He shifted fashion. He shifted footwear. You don't make it to that point and be an idiot. You don't make it to that point. In fact, him making it to that point was from a lot of different situations where a lesser motherfucker might not have taken that stance. A lesser motherfucker who just got on and just got themselves to having a platinum album, they might not have got on the drive for the Hurricane Katrina Jones and been like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Y'all remember when we loved Kanye for that shit? George Bush doesn't care about black people. A lesser man might not have gotten passed over for the brand new music, for the uh, best new music oh, artist, for the best new artist award. At the Grammys. At, no, no, at uh, the MTV Awards. Okay. He won the shit at the Grammys. At the MTV Awards and got on the drums like, God damn, can a black man get a chance? A, a lesser man might, might, have got, not have gotten pa- might have gotten passed over by just, for Justin Timberlake to headline the joint and been like, God damn, what the fuck I got to do to get some respect around here? A lesser man might not have done all these different things and took all these stances. Even when the whole shit happened with Taylor Swift, where to me that was kind of like the shift. Mm-hmm. That moment where it was like white people were like, all right, man. Yeah, they the gasped. Fuck? He created a white gasp. But you know what black culture was like? I kind of like Henny Easy. Like, yeah. Henny Easy, kind of cool. People still to this day be like, that was the best Kanye when he was with Amber, Amber Rose and shit. Like, and even that joint when he told Jay, nigga, I was sticking up for your girl. He didn't say nothing that was that crazy to me. Yeah. He got on stage and said, Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time, which she did. Yep. And that's the craziest part to me about us as black people at times. It's like, even when the truth is in our favor, we're scared to hear it still at the like, behest of uh, other races. And don't people. say that. Don't master mic come. Don't say that. That nigga didn't snatch the mic from Taylor Swift and be like, y'all ain't listen to that new, new Chino Brinks mixtape. <laughs> Fuck wrong with y'all. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if he'd have grabbed that mic and been like, no, nah, nigga, house party with Meek and Young Chris. Why y'all not banging that? <laughs> <laughs> it look nuts. Yeah. But that nigga, Taylor Swift won best video over Beyonce. And I couldn't understand it because the only video I kept seeing the entire year was, you don't like it, put a ring on it. Yep. That shit was everywhere. And here's the thing. Honor and integrity looks crazy 
to motherfuckers that ain't got nothing. Another line that niggas love running with, if you if you don't stand for nothing, you'll fall for everything. And when somebody decides I'm taking a stand for whatever the fuck it Y'all is. Y'all throw them under the bus. Niggas is like, get this nigga away from me. <laughs> the fuck this nigga standing for something? Cause this I'm, nigga's bugging. I'm standing at the motherfucking window tomorrow at work waiting for my <laughs> check. I don't know what the fuck he's standing for. Like, checks come every other Thursday. I ain't fucking with I ain't this. missing no checks fucking with Kanye. He better shut the fuck up. I saw somebody from my job post on Facebook like, I don't want to get too into this Kanye shit because I don't want shit to come back on me. But And I'm like, nigga, you drive the 30 fucking three. <laughs> what the hell are you, you know, talking There's people about? everywhere. They always watching. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> but yeah, it's like when somebody's displaying this level of integrity and standing up for something and being willing to lose $2 billion in a day for what the fuck they believe in, it's just easy to summarily dismiss them as crazy. You know why? Because none of us, me included, are prepared to lose $2 billion in a day for some shit that I believe in. And once I make $2 billion, I don't believe in shit no more. Yeah. Fuck it. I took my shirt in for eighty-eight thousand. <laughs> so, I, I believe that I need to keep making you know, this two billion. That's what I believe. I, I'm gonna just keep it a buck with you. I, I tucked my shirt in for eighty-eight thousand a year. Yeah, so so it's, so it's hard to see, but it's admirable because of the fact that somebody got to stand for something around this joint. You know just, what I'm saying? It's just like, real. Somebody, and if he got to be the only one, then so be it. But somebody got to stand for something around this motherfucker. Like, Absolutely. So. The whole thing was, oh yeah, he don't own intellectual property. He's bugging this and this and this. He posted a, a text, a screenshot from his one of his lawyers at Quinn Emanuel, and I just realized he cleared the name out because the the it say MF in the little circle, but then it just say so and so Quinn Emanuel. But then you look, you're like, oh, he blanked out the name. So at least he has some integrity to do that. Mm-hmm. But it says, as to Adidas, you can start to make new designs for footwear, apparel, and accessories immediately. As to Gap, the non-compete expires December 15th, 2022. You own the Yeezy name and all the trademarks associated with Yeezy. Uh, I didn't see none of the mainstream media outlets picking up that message. because Wait, who is this from? From his attorney at okay. Quinn Emanuel. Quinn Emanuel are the, is the number one uh, litigation and trademark, copyright, business attorneys in the universe. Okay. I've heard of them a bunch of Yeah, times. and they sent, somebody from Quinn Emanuel sent him a message because I guess he retained them or whatever. You own the Yeezy name and all the trademarks associated with Yeezy. So all of this talk about, oh, Adidas owns everything and this and this and this, it's false. Because if so, why the fuck are they going to lose 250 million euros a year yeah. by not having this business? Because they don't own the fucking shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like y'all take these media narratives and y'all run with the shit and y'all so willing to believe that a black man is a fucking idiot and negotiated a deal that wasn't in his favor when he'd been fighting to make sure shit was in his favor through the Nike shit into the that negotiation with Adidas. That's the reason Nike. why he left fucking Nike. So why the fuck would I leave Nike and then come here and then do the same thing and just take 11% royalty? Don't make no fucking sense. No. The power is in the IP. The power is in the ownership. Yep. Y'all got Kanye fucked up. So while he may be an asshole and an idiot and his delivery is always bad, he's, he's not a moron when it came to his fucking business and his structure and how to fucking do this shit. At the end of the day, when Jay-Z and, and the game... Yo, the other day in the gym, I was playing the behind the boards from Kanye. I'm going to keep it a buck with you, yo. The only person beating him in a versus is Dr. Dre. It's, Dre. it's the only one. It's not. Pharrell and Timberland cannot match that. Kanye literally got, like, no, no bullshit. He has, like, the hardest record from, like, every rapper. Not trying to be funny. Just think about this. He got, I'm just doing my job with T.I. He got dreams with the game. He got get by with Taleb Kweli. 
He got the truth with Beanie Siegel. He got this can't be life with Hove. He got H to the Izzo with Hove. He got takeover with Hove. He got heart of the city with Hove. I'm like, I'm listening to this shit. He got everything with Pusha T. He, I'm just like, yo, Kanye really just did a, like his his musical stretch. Is so he got the corner with Common. Yeah, I'm talking about like niggas grittiest records. Then to turn around and have stronger and have find my love with Drake and it's it's like yo that niggas behind the boards is fucking insane though. I was listening to this shit like, damn, yay, really, really like. I don't know where you was at when Dreams popped up from the game on the documentary. When that shit hit, I, me and Dicky, yo, shout out Dicky. We played that fucking record so fucking much. Game first album is an absolute classic. It's one of the best albums that came out. The other out. day when they did the best album every year for the last 25 years of hip hop, yeah. his drone won 2005. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, yeah, it's crazy to think. Too, like, Game really has one of the best albums like ever. Mm -hmm. The documentary is fucking great. It's phenomenal. It's great. But that dream shit, I'm just like, yeah, I forgot how fucking good Dreams was, man. Kanye was a juggernaut of just the way he sculpted music at the time. And then for him to shift over into the fashion world, and it's just like, I don't know about this. But then you start seeing it come together. You know, they're on like 22, season 22 mm -hmm. or 23 of Yeezy. There are more seasons of that than there are of Essentials. Right. It's like Kanye has just really, really gotten to the point where, and then again, once you factor in the fact that I beat Jordan, no one was supposed to beat Jordan in sneaker sales. Yeah, he's the pinnacle. No one. I'm not making that up. We watched LeBron couldn't do it. Kobe couldn't do Kobe it. Kobe couldn't do it. Pharrell couldn't do it. Allen Iverson couldn't do it. None of these niggas could do it. We watched Kanye straight chase down and pass Mike. I never thought I would see that shit, but he did it. And he did that shit from a fucking recording booth. Exactly. And the thing is, like I said the other day on the, on the main show, it's like, yo, once you have an established track record of being able to sell product, and have a global influence, you can find funding any fucking way. Any fucking way. We just are brainwashed by the Western world and the Western media when in reality, all of that shit is is Western Europe in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Like, there's a whole nother world out here that exists that doesn't give a fuck about our politics. They don't care who got canceled over here. They don't care about none of that shit. They care about dollars and cents and how can we fucking turn some of these fucking billions and trillions over and a vessel like Kanye West is a great place to fucking start because with him being able to go direct to consumer, that means that he's going to be getting fucking the 89% margin instead of the 11%. That changes everything. So you know what you can do when you're getting 89% of, uh, of the, of the net uh, revenue as opposed of the net income, as opposed to the 11%. You can get back the money that you lost in a very short amount of time. That's what happened. So when we say, so when people are saying it's chestnut checkers, that's what the fuck they're talking about because they understand these industries and these businesses and they know how fast you can scale and make money in fashion, how fast you can make money and scale in beauty and shit like that. He still owns fucking five percent of uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian, like he ain't broke. By no means. And he has the means to go get money. Elon just took over. I don't know if y'all are paying attention. Elon just took over Twitter the other day. Kanye's coming back. Trump's coming back. And at the end of the day, Kanye has a multi-billionaire benefactor, one of the three richest men in the world, because it keeps fluctuating day by day. One of the three richest men in the world 
at his disposal that I'm pretty sure would love to be in business with Kanye. End of the day, man, like And he's if, a part of the Western world. If 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 I got access to some money through my friends and shit, it's just like I Kanye has it. I, we can't act like this just isn't a fact. So to wrap it up and to never speak on the Kanye shit again. Was Kanye wrong? Yeah. But he'd be right too. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. Can we end with my song? Uh, real quick, I want to read this last Instagram post you put up. Aria Manuel, I lost $2 billion in one day, and I'm still alive. This is love speech. I still love you. God still loves you. The money is not who I am. The people is who I am. Right. It's as simple as that. That sounds like somebody that's very intentional with what the fuck they're doing and what they did. And I said it from the beginning. As soon as all of this, all smoke clears with all this shit, he's going to apologize because he, he know he was wrong for some of the crazy shit that he said. But he wasn't wrong for posing the question on why do y'all have control over industry where black people uh, survive and thrive? That was a legitimate question, and it still hasn't been answered yet. That's it. And it's not going to be answered. We out. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.